You're listening to another episode of Our Journey, where you come along the journey with me and Chris, my husband, him as an accountability coach, me as an event planner, and finding out how exactly we're conquering the world together side by side. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome back to the Maleficent, Munificent Journey. Here we are. (laughs) Those probably aren't even words, but I made them up. Maleficent is a word. It's I think just it is. a villain. I don't know what it means, though. Oh. It's a villain. Yes. The villain on Sleepy Beauty. On Sleepy Beauty. It's Sleeping Beauty. On, on Sleepy Beauty. It's a new <laughs> Sleeping <Shut> Beauty. <laughs> cool. So. Then we are evil and good at the same time. No, we're not. We're, we're all yin to the yang, right? We all have the dark wolf and the white wolf, so. Welcome to the, this will be the dark wolf story. Okay. Actually about the yin and yang, just a little side story. When Chris and I were first dating, I think I, did I say it to you? Like, oh, like you're, you're the yin to my yang. False. I said it first. Are you sure? Fact. Because I have a magnet that says that. Fact. I said it first. (laughs) Okay. But then later on, I think in an anniversary and it's still on my nightstand, I have this little... Wasn't it when you were moving away? Because remember, I wrote all the little uh, like cute things. Like, I think that I, was for later. I no, put the cute things in there later because you just gave them to me in a bag. I thought. No, I gave them to you. That, like I, I wrote those for Christmas. And Tell I was them like, what you're talking about. Uh, so I wrote on little different colored post-it notes like, I love this. I love this. Like I, I love that the way you smile. I love the way you hug me. I love the way you treat others. I love the way you love dogs. And then I just. Folded them like in a little, I don't know. Uh, shape. Folded them. Yeah, fold them. And then I bought a wood box off of Amazon that has a yin to the yang on the top. And then I put the, the symbol. Yeah, the symbol. And then I put the notes in the wooden box. And it's still on my nightstand. And I think we've so gone through it like twice or two or three times. Yeah. And then it got me a little tiny cactus. And it's it's probably twice the size it was when you first gave it to twice me. Twice the size. That's the only plant that I've kept so for it, so long. It went from one inch to two inches. It's huge. No, no it's, it's actually like pretty inches. big. It's when a, I don't yeah. water it, it actually just gets taller, not fatter. I've heard that. I've never seen her water it once. So that's the reason it's just... Last time I watered her, it was probably before we moved. So in... Um, Seven May? years ago. No, I'm <laughs> Like three months ago. <laughs> anyway, uh, yin yang, there it is. But we want to talk about how the last week was, and we're a little late on this. Don't even care, though, because it's been a great week. So, Or are we early? Depends, because time is irrelevant. It does not exist. It's only in your mind. You're welcome. <laughs> Fact. Okay. <laughs> anyway... I'm going to go by the calendar, which someone created many moons ago, um, that we are a little bit late. But those let's talk day, about... Those are not times. Are okay, dates. I don't want to hear. Okay, <laughs> just being honest. Time is... Just go ahead. Anyway, what is one of your highlights from last week? Well, I recorded my first podcast with another... Not, well, I have other humans on my podcast, but... Without Shay and I, I recorded it with a special guest of a gentleman that we met through social media, and um, it was a really good experience, like just talking to him the first time to get to know him and then make sure we connected and that we wanted to ha- you know, engage with each other, and then we recorded a podcast, and that was fun. A very insightful young man and very amazing young man, and uh, his name's Abel Lucas, and you can find him on Instagram. And um, 
just the experience was really good. And then, you know, at the end, he's like, you know, one thing I think you could do for me is could we stay in touch once a month? And I don't know about you, but, you know, creating mastermind groups and just creating people you want to and teammates and people you want to be around with, be around. It's great to have somebody just say like, hey, can we stay in touch? Because that's how you really build a great foundation and great team. And uh, he knows a lot of good people because of the successes he's had. Uh, so you can check out the podcast. It'll come out in a couple weeks of just him and the amazing journey he's on and the amazing things he's already been through and just get a, a way different insight from somebody that came from Africa and got adopted and uh, was able to, you know, make a true inroads in the CrossFit community of like the CrossFit games. And then now he's moving on to fighting and UFC and just, and then has way bigger, you know, purpose and goals in that. But you know, that he's just amazing kid on his journey or amazing young man on his journey. So super cool. So if you didn't know already, Chris does have a podcast. It is going live here soon. And it's called shaky leg. No, shaky it's not. Le- oh, it's not. Okay. What is your podcast called? Choose your heart. Yeah, I got creative since I say choose your heart about everything. Choose your heart podcast. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be awesome. And it was really cool too, that, uh, I was in the other room and I would, I helped, um, you know, I helped in a little bit of way when we we first started messaging Abel, just like, hey, here's this. And then I handed it over to Chris. And it was cool because I was in the other room and I almost wanted to like go on and say, hi, I'm so excited to see your face. So I kind of snuck by and he doesn't know this, but I snuck by and I looked at the screen. And I was like, oh, cool. That's a teammate. So it's it's just really exciting. Yes. Yes. So um, it is. See. It is very exciting. It's fun. Podcasts are fun. I love like just verbally communicating. And-, and Chris is a verbal processor. If you don't know what that means, it means that he works through things best by talking them through and out. Yeah, and I think just creating ideas and, you know, connecting to God and filling the spirit, it helps when I talk through things or when I'm around great people and we're exchanging ideas of that like mastermind. That's where great ideas are created out of because our brainwave frequencies connect. And that energy is, you know, goes to a new level. And so it's easier for me to create, you know, amazing thoughts. And it's easier for me to organize, uh, get organized knowledge by creating and bouncing ideas off of other people and people with good questions. Shay's also on my podcast. It's our podcast. So Shay I don't and know I, if they know who Shay is. Well, then you, should li- then you should listen to the podcast. There you go. <laughs> this is intrigue. Here you go. Uh, but he's an amazing dude. Absolutely incredible. And he's... Um, You've worked with Shay for quite a while, too. I've what? You've worked with Shay for quite a I while? I have worked with Shay for quite a while. And, you know, just he's great at asking questions and great at interviewing. Um, and so he really helps me. Like yesterday when we were recording a podcast, he really asked great questions to help create um, clarity in my thoughts. Yes. And Shay is also the person who I work with to do arena talks where he will kind of interview style speaks to the the people who are guests at arena talks and he gets them to dive a little bit deeper in their stories so he's he's a phenomenal person and he's the one that we always do the cold dips with he we started doing it we did it once a couple years ago original gangsta of the of the cold dips yeah we did it a couple years ago in january all together and that's what kind of started the fire of like oh man this is this is crazy this is awesome we did it together and then we've just been doing it here and there ever since yeah we did it at the mountaintop the first time shay and i so, um, something on my end. Or do you have anything else to share about that? The cold dips? No, about your week. About just that one thing? No. 
Okay. Um, one thing that was cool for us is the party collab was able to host an event, really plan and put together an event for an app. So there's obviously people behind the app, but the woman behind this app, it's called West 10th. And if you listen to the party collab podcast, you'll hear all about it and kind of how our experience was and we're actually going into it because we recorded it before. But it's it's just amazing. There's There's an app called West 10th and it's for a showcasing and a platform for home-based women-run businesses so that they have like an online storefront. And it's really neat because anyone can go on there as a buyer and they can look at, oh, I live in Phoenix. Okay. Oh my gosh, there's someone who does cakes near me and I want to support a home-based business and another woman. Woo! So then you (laughs) you can like do business transactions on there and there's invoicing and it's all very clear and it's very fun. So we did a little event for, um, West 10th wanted to invite influencers in the area and kind of get their app more out there so that more people knew about it. And it was really fun. I only, whenever I go to any business, I definitely Google first, is this man or woman owned? And then I only go to the women owned ones. That's not true at all. I'm all about women's rights. If you can't tell, he's laughing through that. Because although we let's let's actually no, talk about that. that. That was an no, statement. Okay, you looked at me like, ha ha, BS. <laughs> no, I didn't. That was. True. I saw it in your eyes. Was, we always laugh about this. I, I just think no. I, I just it just dawned on me that it's funny. Like, do people actually go on and like, oh hey, I'm gonna go shopping, and then they go, and then they go like, oh no, this person, here's the thing. They go, this person is a woman, so I'm going there. Or do does I'm just literally asking, does anybody ever go on and go, this is woman owned or this is man owned? Because I don't ever think of that. I just never thought of that once. I just go to the business that I feel like, oh, this provides what I needed. So I just was wondering. I just think it's interesting if the app is only to support women based business. That's all. The app is only for women based businesses who right. do not already have a brick and mortar store front. Right. So if let's just say this, like Sarah, she is very much into like she wants to see other women be empowered and yeah. and strong. And so she has put herself. So she has put herself in the position of like she goes to this thing called Mom Tribe where like women get together. She is in Facebook groups, I'm sure, and other groups where she's like by women. Her followers are attracted because like they're all women and they all relate. So I think if you are going for one of those and want to support more, you kind of already naturally surround yourself by that. So you already know which women-based businesses are out there. Yeah, because I'm sure you just start attracting that on your websites and whatever else. That makes sense. I just... That, it was just funny. It just in my mind, I was like, I never like, I'm going for this. And I search and I'm like, this business. But I go in and like look and go, is this a woman or this is a man? I just, that's that's what it, the, that was the image I got in my head. I don't think anyone has ever done that. I didn't think so either. That's the reason I just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but West End. Anyway, so the event was super cool. Um, it was nice because there's people on the app that we could showcase their products. So their flowers, their cakes, their brownies or s'mores bars all this stuff and then we put it all together and that way the people coming could go oh my gosh that's so cool like this is the kind of product that's really nice that came out of someone's home woo so that was really fun to put together plus we haven't done an event for a while so that was nice and if you're ever wanting to support my business i'm a 50 50 man woman based business because it supports me and my wife and the people that help and work with us so we are equal opportunity of the sexes, so please come join us. We're looking forward to having more clients. 
I also want to get something clear. Sometimes I come home and I know I feel like, okay, we're going to we're going to get into this because I think it's worth sharing. Okay. But I feel like sometimes it seems that women are like, yeah, pro woman, and they almost forget the men because they're so pro woman. And that bothers me because I totally love having Chris by my side. I love seeing other men flourish. I love seeing men network just as much as I love seeing women network. And I feel like sometimes, and maybe it's just like I'm around people or maybe in the area are more like, let's go woman. But I feel that this, I don't know if it's feminism or whatever you want to call it. I don't, I don't truly care. But I feel like people who have more, does that make sense? Like people who are more pro woman, they start to be like only woman and forget the men. And I think that's isn't that just as bad as like them thinking that men only want men to to thrive? Like I feel like it's a little bit uh, oxymoron, not oxymoron, hypocritical. And I don't know if that I I'm sure that's sometimes the case. It's probably not always the case, but I sometimes get bothered by that because both Chris and I are like, what about the men? Like we want men to have these groups and opportunities too. Yeah, I just think that if we start where we all agree, I think that all good people, no matter if you're male or female. We want the other person to succeed just because you're a human being and that's what you want other human beings to do. It's it's what it's the uh, rising tides rises all ships. If everybody's out there supporting each other, then we make the world a better place. But if we're just very selective on who we – and I get like you know in the past women didn't have or didn't go out and work as much. So you want some of those support groups and it just seems like it's harder to find the men that want to support each other. Or women and men that want to support each other. It doesn't have to be just a man support group. But I think that there's value to both. And I think that there's value to having them separated. Sometimes there's value of adding them together. I think it just if we came together and went like we want everybody to succeed, how do we help just people succeed? We get the best results because you get the best people that are succeeding. Yes. 100%. And I, it's probably because I'm not a man or do I look it up, but there's a lot of like networking groups and, and those kind of things for just women. And are there some for just men that definitely just broadcast just for men? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure there are. It seems like there's quite a bit less. I feel like you get that whole thing. Like if it's just man, it's like a sexist thing. So it's usually like, uh, hey, this is a networking group for everybody. But who knows? I mean, of course, there's ones out there for men. Yeah. They're just not as strong or prevalent as the ones it seems like for the ladies now. And I would say that just also shows you if you look at people like the graduation rate of college, women are far superior in that. They're far superior in the degrees they're getting. And it just shows you that women, you know, are very good at what they choose to do. Just like if they choose to be a stay-at-home mother, that's not less valuable. I think it's, you know, just as valuable because – Women are great caretakers, but also it just shows you what women put their mind to. They accomplish and kick men's butt on most of that stuff. I don't know if it's like men's lack of focus or what it is, but uh, yeah. There it is. So I think they're just because they're like, hey, we want to support and put those groups together. They're very good and they're very gung ho and they go make it happen. Yes, I agree. Anything else? I don't know. I just think like maybe men are like, we should do that. We should put that support – and women are just much better at like socializing. I think we know that is just – obviously, that's a generalization, but most women are much better at socializing and encouraging and supporting each other where men are very competitive and like separate from a group activity a lot of times. 
That's true. And I'll go back, not go back, but I'll go forward and say I... It's like Back we to both the Future, believe- we went forward to go backwards or backwards to go forwards. You're welcome. Okay. But I think that we both believe that men have strengths, women have strengths when we come together. That's what makes us equal because my strengths will never be yours. I don't care to have yours. I don't need to have... I don't care to have all of your strengths because your strengths coming together with my weaknesses makes us equal. And that's that's what's really important is like it's bring om- all of our strengths to the table because our, our, you fill out my weaknesses. It's almost like the yin to the yang. What? I know. <laughs> Full circle. Right? <laughs> Full circle, yin to the yang. It completes the circle. And that's just about getting good teammates of in business, you know. Um, reading a book called Law of Success right now and he – and he Napoleon Hill references a lot of masterminds in the beginning. And it's really creating the best team around you. And that's how the most successful people become the most successful people. It's not that they're necessarily the most brilliant, but they go out and find these amazing teammates that create these companies or create these mind thoughts with them that create this amazing energy and platform to create success in whatever they're looking for. And it just is encouraging me more to go out and find good people to grow my business, create a good life and a successful life around. I love it. Uh, now, I think the other biggest highlight we want to share is we were to hike Mount Timpanogos. And it was with a really big group. We only know a couple people in the group, but we were invited. And we were both really excited. I've wanted to hike Mount Timpanogos for years, ever since I heard about one of my friends who hiked it and had a cool experience. So... What we did was we all met at this parking lot at 1130 p.m. because we wanted to be at the top when the sun came up. So we probably waited in that parking lot like one hour just to wait for everyone to get there and just, I don't know why. And then we started. And then how did it go? It went swell. It went swell. Uh, we started hiking. We all we were in the front. The whole group of probably 20 or 30 people went the wrong way for about two hours. It was to some odd miles out of the way so then we had to turn back around uh find our right way which is almost right out of the parking lot that we went right and instead of going left and then we hiked there was a beautiful waterfall though as you got up into the temp area that we stopped by the water is freezing cold but it was, it was really actually, cool looking. can i share that yeah. moment because that was cool it was so our friend jason who chris is like running a lot of the the runs with because he's going to commit to running it one of my a clients. full marathon yeah, yeah one of his clients a full marathon while chris runs at 50 which is something that he's never done before and it's it's scary which is good because choose your heart so anyway he, we were hiking us three solely together and we just stayed together and jason and i were kind of ahead and chris stopped here and there because I asked Chris a couple times, like, hey, you good to keep going? He's like, yeah, I'm just enjoying this. And then there was a time where we stopped to catch our breath, and Chris goes, you guys, come here. And we went down literally five seconds, a few steps, and we were right next to this waterfall. And it was really peaceful. We turned off our flashlights in the pitch, pitch dark and just enjoyed that moment. And it was really nice to be present again. Yeah, I think it's – you have to – that's how you enjoy life is by being present. Um, And so anyway, so we – Hiked up for a while, and then we got up to almost like the top of the waterfall, it felt like. Um, and that was really pretty, and a lot of people were sitting there, and it was kind of hard to figure out where we were to go from there. But Melanie figured it out, and then we continued up the mountain, and we got probably about almost halfway up. And it was 3.30 in the morning, 
and we sat down, Jason and Melanie sat down for a little bit and we just discussed it and just for health and strength of people's legs and ter- going the wrong way for a full circle of for about four miles total. Yeah, for a little over four miles and, you know, over a couple hours of going the wrong direction. It just seemed the best for the health of the three people in the group. Um to celebrate how far we made it and realize how amazing it was and also realize how difficult it is going up, but how even just it's not one of those where you go like, oh, it's hard going up, but downhill will just run down. There is a lot of narrow paths and a lot of uh, ups and downs of rocks, so it's a and very also, good. Oh, and also it's it's very, very dark, so all of us have flashlights, so we can only see just a little bit in front of us each, so we do it's have true. to watch our steps because also if we go down – that's even harder for someone to take you down off the mountain in the middle of the night. And that was one of the amazing parts is it, it is so pitch black. So, you know, the stars are amazing and it you looks... You saw a shooting star, right? Yeah, we saw it at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, they're, you know, the stars are amazing. They're beautiful. There was, you could see like a little Saturn, the planet. Um, and oh, then, the moon. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, the moon was so cool. I call it a toenail, but it was really a crescent moon because it's just such a little sliver. But as we were hiking down, we go, oh, my gosh, you guys, stop, look up. And the sun, not sun, I, I guess, yeah, the sun was shining on the moon enough to where it was just on the bottom, but it was like orange, like orange. It was orange, yeah. It, it just looked so cool, like yellow and orange. It looked really neat, like we were looking at a sliver of the sun. So that was really special to see. And that was just on the way back down. The moon finally came up enough where we could see it over the mountains. Um, but it was fun. It was, you know, it was fun to talk and hang out and have silence and enjoy the quiet and just the breeze and the cool weather. And like I said, we got about halfway up, so we're more prepared next time we go. Um, and then we just turned around and got back safe and... And um, went to bed at 6.45. Yeah, went to bed <laughs> early in the morning and enjoyed the evening, so... Yeah, and that'll be good because that, that teaches us a few lessons of like being present, being prepared, knowing the way. Um, for next time, I'm very excited to go back because I think that sounds like a really fun hike. Like there is even a few, a handful of kids who did the hike with the group, and all of us were so impressed by these kids just trucking along and staying up all night and hiking up a steep mountain, and it was just really neat. Yes, yes, it was. And there you have it. So thanks so much for listening to our journey. We love it. Signing off.